Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Episode 25. Got a big one tonight, Warwick. You ready, Wiz? You ready, Warwick? Here we go. I only take words, mine. Hey, Warwick Kemper. Hey, you going, tiny boy? Very good. Oh, listen to that. That's been great. Is that, that did, DJ level fade out? That did sell 1.3 million copies, Tony. How many did you buy? 1.2 million yourself, but who gives a fuck? Let's do it number one, KO. Doesn't so Warwick matter. Kappa goes boom once again. Warwick Kappa goes boom once again. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to take a moment in your car to admire that fade out. What a fade out. I'm not going to tell you about the concert last week. Tell me about the concert. I was popular. I was more popular than a one-legged prostitute in Thailand. <laughs> I did 748 photos. Hold on. This is at Rochford Winery yes, to see I, Daryl Braithwaite, Ian Moss, yeah, Kate Sobrano. I put the hair up. I wore glasses because Lisa said to because every prick annoys me. It didn't fucking work. Really? I think I was the only celebrity there, though. So you're saying that by putting <laughs> putting on sunglasses wasn't a good enough dis- work. disguise? Once I did, did 20 photos, I turned to 100. Well, look, when you're six foot four with uh, blonde hair and, and Dr. D's teeth. You got, you got a point. Got a they point. said, is that the great white shark or is that Warwick Kappa? Because I'm built like Tarzan, <laughs> play like Jane, and I just smell like Cheetah. You do. There was a few people out there, they were fairly up and about. They were they up had, and about. They had, they had eyes like dinner plates out there, Kaya. Really? That was a big day. Really? How did, uh, who, who was the standout act for the week? Uh, probably Daryl Braithwaite and Simon Hotsford. Simon Hosford. He, he shredded once again. And he was on our show two weeks ago, as you know. Simon's a part of the T-Wiz family. And, and the bass guitarist, fantastic, our mate. Jason Vorher. Jason kicked ass. Jason Vorher. Oh, What's Russell, that? Uh, Russell Morris. Yeah, he was good too. Yeah, but he was on our show four weeks ago. Okay. Russell he's, Morris. He's is there. So get some big names here. You know, fantastic. Ian Moss was at the concert. Ian Moss shredded it too. We're getting, Mossy, if you're out there. I went to you on the show. Mate, we, we're, uh, we got KO. We want we want Ian Moss next. We want Ian Moss, and you can do it. I know you're a Perth boy. I was a helmet, I was there for six months. Come in here and play Tucker's daughter on our couch. Tucker's daughter's a miracle. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, what a concert! It's fantastic. We didn't, we even got, got to avoid the breathalyzer, <laughs> so we fucked up the police. That was fantastic. We left an hour early, got him again. Not that I drove. I did the right thing, but we got we got Patrick off, so he was happy. And great, great day I had by all. Lisa Edwards is just texting me, right? Yes, she was, on, she was on last week. And she's, she's just written, hi, Mark. <laughs> and Lisa was dressed in a swan's outfit last week, Kaya. So that was fantastic. And she's had 35 years with John Farnham as a backing singer. Fantastic. Lisa Redwoods is was a hot little swan. She looks good for 62. Holy shit. And I think she liked you, Tony. I think she wanted the piece of the old... I think she wanted the tea I, from I the Wiz. She, I think she wanted the, the tea, the partner. She was... 
She was very, very hungry girl. Very, you know, very hungry. You know, I only live five hundred meters from her. I don't, I don't. You know, I could walk home. There could be troubles. The, I must the, mention. I must mention diversifying. Um, if you come down Sunday for the kids, I'm doing a little operation, uh, three to four at um, Q Rovers. Um, Q Rovers. It's a sign on day, so we're having um, Mark of the Century. Um, I'm judging it. So it's so going to be a great day for the kids. They want to come down. They're going to try and recruit some players, and you're going to get down there and help them raise some money for yes, their local club. Correct. Three to four. Uh, just down there at Q, mate. So just tell them where I sent you. And they've got a sign on day. They've got a few rides for the kids. So it's going to be a good day out. The kids want to come down. So anybody that says Warwick Kappa doesn't give back, what can they do, Warwick? Yes, they can just come down. Yeah, they can go and they can start, <laughs> get right up their ass. They can go I'm going right there. Free right of charge, up their helping ass. the kids out and raise some money for the club. You're waiving your $3,000 fee? fee? Yes, but I'm actually doing a show next week with Renee Kink. You are? And um, Swanee next week. Right, Rene Kink. What, and, uh, he was what? They, he was incredible Hulk. Yes, wasn't he? Was he? Seven eight. He played four grand finals. I think. I think he lost every one, but he played in four flags. That's a Cora. So anyone wants to get a ticket, just get on the, get on the email. And they can email the club. Maybe we should get Rene Kink on the show. We will. Rene we'll, Kink is fantastic. Maybe we'll get Rene Kink on the show. I mean, look. At, you know, I mean, look. At least it, you know we're not lowering ourselves to Brendan Favola. Correct, and we're still waiting for uh, we're still waiting for uh, Dusty, Rusty to bring us back, Dusty. He's got to ring us Daisy. back. Daisy. 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 Same mate. thing. Daisy. Daisy Thomas. Daisy, we know that you're a, yes, a, a listener. Daisy Thomas. What, don't can, be scared, uh, what's going on, mate? You're meant to be on in don't two be weeks. Call Tony back. Let's go. It's Let's a joke. go. You know that uh, he's probably blocked my number. Yes. I don't think I don't think we'll get Neetzi on. He's had one invitation. He burned us. So he's not. He's not welcome back now. What, what are we going to say to Neetzi? Neetzi's been sacked. I think he gets the old up your ass cunty, doesn't yeah, he? Your up ass your ass cunty. Yeah. Yeah. Did a great commercial for him. Still waiting for him to call back. Yeah, I mean, look. The truth is, is that mouth of the South beer. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Tastes like beer, yeah, right? That was fantastic. <laughs> so I go three cards away to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great colours, though. Great beer. We still love Nitsy. We we we're love Nitsy. Chan- we're going to give him a chance to redeem himself. Actually. Yeah, we, we are going to give him a we chance are. to redeem himself. We're what gonna... about Tony Liberatore? No, he's sacked. He's sacked. No, no, no. no Nitsy was bigger than Tony, so Tony's sacked. But Nitsy gets one more chance. I think anyone that's over five eight gets a second yeah, chance. Yeah, he was a walking head job. Other uh, otherwise, it's kind of like. Five eight, really? Liberatory. He was a walking head job. What are you here for? Remember? And he used to scratch everyone. He was a dirty bastard. Especially my friend. Who did he scratch? Kelly. He used to always eye gouge him. Really? Paul Kelly, Brownlow medalist, great player. We should get Paul Kelly on. We can get Paul Kelly in. Kelly, we'll get Paul Kelly on. He's in Wagga, but. Yep. All right. No need to be racist. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) Hope he's not in the water. Like Paul Lismore. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. uh, Look, anybody uh, that's got friends, family, or anybody that's. That's up north. That's battling yes. with floods. Our we, thoughts go out to him because my son's up there too. We send our love to you. It's um, it's Not, a yep. terrible time. And um, when it rains, it pours up there. I was, I've been there for the last floods, two eleven. I know it's like three and a half weeks of rain. So I can piss down, and then, then there's fires. There's some people going through some pretty hard times so up great. there. So uh, anyone around the world that's having a listen, including our one listener in Denmark that keeps us at number two hundred and thirty-six in the charts. Yes, hi Denmark listener. We love you. Feel Warwick's free like to. Uh, we're going to come over for end of the season trip. Me and Tony and Nick. We are. We're we going to go over there. We're going to get a really small venue that holds. Yeah, about fifteen people. So no, you maybe br- maybe hundred. Maybe hundred. Okay, so you need to bring ninety nine friends. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, <laughs> we'll and we'll get we'll get, we'll get the accommodation uh, sponsored for. We certainly will. <laughs> That'll be a great two weeks. Oh my goodness! Three cheers for Denmark. Three. Hey, our hot buddies over there. They got some good pussy over there. <laughs> As you know, Warwick's had more pussy in the pet shop, and he's ready to go. So, what's on the show tonight, uh, Tony? What's well, up next, mate? More pussy than what a we got? I needed a drum, you know, Ascension Drumsticks are sponsoring our Boom Tish at the moment. I just want to say before we move on to what's happening tonight, last week, Warwick, we had. He's he's a staple part of the show. It was his third visit. Yep. The legendary, the greatest storyteller in Australian rock and roll history, 
you Rust, know what? Rusty Brown. Rusty is shit out. Yeah, wasn't he great? We we he, now he brought in Alex Ronjack. Yes, and the we, bass player from and Electric Mary. We got told Mary. to shut up, so I didn't say one thing because it's the first time he's brought this um this song out. So we kept very quiet, didn't we? You did keep quiet did while Rusty played. And you want to know something that one thing that really impressed me with Rusty, and for anyone listening, this coming from the point of view of a person yeah, that, Mary, that performs live music. What Rusty Brown did last week is he sat on a couch with one microphone that you normally talk into. That's true. And he Nailed it. really just got himself into a mind space where he was giving that song, he was committed to it in a way that was yeah. admirable. And, and he's um, intense and I like that about him because he, he takes his music seriously and he has sold a lot of albums around the world, so good on him. He, he made it's himself r- really vulnerable throughout that performance in a way that was um, inspiring. And, you know, the, the, the truth of the matter is is that one of the hardest things to do is to really put your heart on your sleeve when you do that kind of thing. And uh, Rusty just, it, that, was, that was a testament to how good he is and, yep. and the kind of person he is. He's just a spectacular human being. And he being. always helps us out. And he's also a Swans member. He is. Help, helps and we, so we're getting on very well now. I made a nice friend there. And I wish him the best for his new single. Yeah. R- Rusty Brown and Electric Mary, if you can get behind that band and help propel them into something spectacular to change their lives. Very good musos. One we, of the best. We encourage everybody to do that. Alex Ronjack, great, almost about to celebrate 16 years in the band, an incredible bass player, yep. an incredible energy and dynamic presence on stage with the band, a phenomenal animator, illustrator yep. through the... Uh, if you want to have a look at his work, jump on YouTube, search Electric Mary. It's all right. I think he's going to be back in five weeks. Yeah, and you'll you'll Rusty. see Alex's work along with the all of the incredible musicians in the band Electric Mary. Um, we also had Dean from The Revelation come in and play yeah. an acoustic version of his new single, of oh, his new great, EP hey? called Feel. Yeah, Feel. Feel. Everyone started to feel themselves. <laughs> so did I. Last week. I think it was just you, Warwick. It's all right. It's all right. Your feel was fantastic. I just thought it was a little bit much when your hand came under the table. I thought it was a little bit sexual, but I enjoyed myself last week. Okay, I just thought I'd share that with you. I was uh, I was thinking you need to stop that within the next 10, 15 yeah, minutes. I said, that's what I said. Leslie got an hour and a half to stop that sitting on my knee. <laughs> so um, we, we had an incredible show. I uh, just want to also say that the beautiful Lisa Edwards... The incredible vocalist from John Farnham's band and, and all of the incredible work she's done as a solo artist over the year. We had a, sing- we had a bit of a sing-along, didn't we? We had a sing-along. When she came on, you know, we were hit- was that? she brought a bottle of tequila. She, she got us all drunk and took advantage off. of us. Yes, and- yeah, I said to her, five hours, stop that, Lisa. <laughs> Dressed in swan's gear. So she still looks about 31. And because she brought that bottle of tequila, she basically corrupted us all. And we, yeah. we didn't ask half the fucking questions. Like we and she's smashing it. And then, she, then, I, then I made her sing, This time we're playing to win. Remember? <laughs> I do. Oh, fuck, it's a hard song to sing. We got uh, Very high. We got Bravo. S- she, she nailed it. I let her do the high stuff. Remember? <laughs> yeah. I, watched that, I watched that video today. I pissed myself. It's, it's very, I very Grant, funny. I said to the Grant, he couldn't get a look in. No, Grant. Grant Grant's in a headlock. He's trying to take over. I said, Don't try and take over our show, Grant. Grant, you're on the big you're on the big stage now, mate. Yeah, you're on the big stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't try and take a mark in the forward line if Warwick Capital oh, was at the, no, in yeah. the goal square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the thirds, mate. <laughs> uh, Grant Hansen, he's an absolute legend. We love we, Grant. We, he's we, a legend. We love Grant. One and of the best ever. He's good, actually good one of the people right at the very beginning who got behind us. Correct. And I sent those photos to that gym. Those videos, he loved it. He 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 All is like singing. A special yeah. human being, and um, and he really gives and those, so much. And those footy and those music. He does. Doesn't he? All right, Nikki D. Is that quite a musician? From 
wait till we look at you before you speak. All right, mate. Start over talking while you're interrupting, Nikki. Yeah, jeez. God, I can't mate. wait. I can't wait for the. Um, Fucking take over the show, why don't you? I can't wait, Tony, tonight for the special um, menu that's coming up. Yeah, oh, mate. Oh, we love our new segment. Um, yeah, so we uh, it's incredible the show. Spam, but uh, don't give it away. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but Lisa. Speaking of Lisa Redwood, she's coming back next week. Next week. To when we're going to try and get to the bottom of a few things, and um, and you know, I think maybe I'll try and get her to have a few shots of tequila. And yeah, should, I'm hoping she might have a sleepover. You, you think I should crack I onto her work? I might just make the bed for you too. I might come up with camera and make triple X Kappa too. But this time I'll be in it, I'll jump in too. That's all I need. And I'll give her the best 69 seconds of her life. I was gonna, and she'll want to move in. <laughs> I've got three spare rooms, you know. You know, there's nothing I like more in an intimate situation than a 104 kilos of Warwick Kappa sweating all over. And I've done fuck all the week, and I've been looking forward to tonight. I need a bit of pick me up too. I'm feeling good. Me too. It's been I, a bad week. I, I look I look forward to uh, the show every week. I look forward to catching up with you, uh, Nikki D, and I were listening to episode 20. What what are we? 25, right? We were listening to episode 24 in the car on the way here. Yep. And gotta say, Warwick, you you are. Really coming into the peak of your powers, thanks, man. mate. I've only had 27 years practice, but thanks very much. I'll take it on board, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> we are starting to come good, aren't we, Kayo? Yeah, it must yeah. have been a 10 years radio experience with Triple M and CFM. The Warwick Kappa Regging Rockwords. Call now 915 00 decipher the song. That was my segment. Oh, yeah. the problem with good that segment, you. Warwick kept giving the wrong Easy. phone number and no one could get through it. Yeah, but. you got a point. But that was a soundboard sponsor, so they actually swiped like a bit of money off. So it was half my wage and half my sponsorship. So it didn't quite come with the salary cap, but keep that quiet, eh? So if you are looking for a love song and dedication, just call 10300. What have we have got waiting. KO's waiting, mate. No, no, we're going to get a we're going to get a combination of Lisa Redwoods, Rusty Brown, Be in the Circle, the production company. Yep. And we're going to get these people to make a introduction song to this next segment. So everybody, you know, clutch the inside bits you've got. And let the vibrations manifest all the way to the surface because this is Wiz in the kitchen. kitchen. Here we go. I've been waiting this for the last hour. Hold on, and a half. hold on, round of applause. Okay, guys. Thanks, Kay. Well, appreciate it. Man. A bit of discussion with the Kay earlier. So this is up. from the Spam yes. website. Spam is not bad. Spam. It's, spam is big in America. And we, not, uh, also, just to be clear, Wiz, this is not modern internet spam. This is Spam. This the is what I come up. I come up through the book. I come up. I've done a bit of research this week. Beautiful. It's called the cheesy spam pasta taco. Is it really called the pasta taco? Yeah. How good is this? I reckon this would be good for a Tuesday night when you don't have to like cook and fuck all. It's ten minutes preparation. Taco Tuesday. Sit back. What's Bob and beautiful? SAS, which I was supposed to be on, but yep. they couldn't afford me. I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, Carried us a week. Not bad. I don't think she, you should expose yourself on that level. No, you got a point. So, um, what are the ingredients, Warwick? Okay, Tony. Thanks for asking. Please sexualize it. It's okay. It's one eight-inch ounce of canned crust pineapple juice, which does make your semen taste nice. I've heard, I've heard. Don't know about that, but it does make it taste sweet. I've not, heard. Not so salty. Okay, two lemons juiced, about four tablespoons, two tablespoons of Mexican blend seasoning, which really? is really. Erotic. Probably Cajun. It's best after 11 a.m. Maybe paprika. One tablespoon of sugar. One that's tablespoon that, of sugar. Get your um, diabetes up. <laughs> and one 12 ounce can of spam. Not spam. Yeah, a, a spam. can of spam. Just spam. basically a can yep. of spam. Yeah, can of spam. A classic cut into 18 sticks. 8 inch sticks. 8 inch, yep. Really? I said, Warwick, how big is your cock and big brother? I said, three inches from the ground. 
They said, you are getting evicted for nudity. We reckon that is very inappropriate. Being pick up the 35 grand appearance money. And go home said, and have a spam Thank taco. you very much. And go down for a spam barbecue spam and make taco. yourself sick. Especially in a, um, it's, spam is big in America, actually. It's mate, it's it's it fucking is. huge. It so we've got a can of spams, pineapple yep. juice, some sugar, some half a cup of vegetable oil, divided, half a cup of minced white onion, mm-hmm. honey, and half a cup finely chopped cinerato. Cilantro. I can't spell it or say it, Cilantro. but I'll give it a go. Cilantro. What, what do people call that here? I do like coriander. Vincent. Yeah, coriander. Vince Sinatra, that was good. And six ounces of Quizo Fresco cheese, ten corn toledos. <laughs> I can't say I spell that. And two lines. Two limes. Two limes of white powder. Oh, no, no not two limes. No, sorry. Not two limes of white powder. Two limes cut into wedges. <laughs> I apologise, Tony. I was getting excited myself. Please don't apologise. And put them in a large bowl, whisk together in pineapple juice, mm-hmm. lemon juice, and Mexican seasoning. Mm. And sugar. Sounds delicious. Add spam and classic marinate for 12 minutes. 12 minutes? How's that? In small bowls, stir together, onion and semen. Heat a large skillet over medium-high heat for one and a half minutes. Medium-high heat for yep. one and a half minutes. And one minute oil and two to three minutes. Tablespoon cheese in circles slightly smaller. <laughs> and add some corn tortilla. Tortilla. Corn tortilla. Yeah, corn tortilla. And place over cheese. It's an easy recipe. Pig's ass it is. It's, it's, it's actually pretty long. <laughs> put, place over cheese. Remove from the skillet. And repeat. We're going to put this on our Facebook page. The remaining oil and cheese tortillas is yours. Top each tortilla with beautiful spam. Mixed onion and cinturata and serve with lime vegetables. I love the tone change. And it serves up to 10. KO? Serves up to so 10. So you want a cheap meal, that'll cost you about 7 bucks, and it serves 10. It serves 10. It tastes like shit, but I'll tell you what, it feels like a bit of the segment tonight. Nikki D. <laughs> <laughs> so Caps are happy. Nick, Nikki D and I have decided that uh, we're going to bring the ingredients around next week and we're going to film you making it. Okay. There you go. That's going to be fantastic. What have we got next, Tony? We're probably not going to do that, are we? Uh, is everyone happy with that? Is everyone happy? Okay, what do you think? Thumbs up. That's great, Thumbs mate. up, Nikki D. You happy gonna, with we'll that? We'll try that. It is big in America. So we're going to try. We're going to bring that to Australia. Well, we're big in America. We'll have a cappuccino each. We'll have a cappuccino. More a cappuccino. To make those in my we'll truck. Take a and then we'll go for a little spam tortilla. Spam taco. You ripper. Spam taco. Over to you, Tony. Okay. So Warwick, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tony's up and about. I'm starting to enjoy the show. I'm going to pull vault to the toilet in a minute. <laughs> yep, your team. Why don't we have a studio audience tonight? We should. We should. We've adver- I've advertised live on Instagram, so hopefully we next week we can get three or four. Yeah. So just a shout out to our stalkers. Yeah, for a small fee. For a small fee. You did no phones. All the phones are in the bread basket at the front because there's no filming in this garage. So and you will be frisked. You'll be frisked. Repeatedly, and girls, repeatedly. And if girls wear underpants, that's even better. That's optional. That's optional. Yep. Yes. That'd be frisked. We, um, We've got some big names in here. We don't want any telephones, any recordings. Nikki, do you, uh, while I'm you know, basically dragging out the idea that I'm about to announce the next segment, yep. you, can, uh, you can slowly and subtly, subtly uh, open up the iPad in a... Don't, don't you love the way that Nikki D's like one step ahead of me? Are we doing I mean, birthday now? Are we doing happy birthday country? Sarah Seaman, are we? I Before KO? I'm happy with that. Oh, we're doing it before KO. So, are Warwick, we? Warwick, this is your favourite segment. It's Hap- happy, happy birthday, country! Thank you, KO. Okay, guys, one of our local Churney Footy Foot Club superstars, three times league best and fairest, unlike what? Warwick Capper, 14 times, 14? and multiple club best and fairest. He's an absolute star on the footy field, just turned 18, and I heard he has got his licence today. So mm. look out, Joel. Jobbers jobbling. 
Happy birthday, Cathy! Joel's job is jobbling. How do we know him? You know him, Tone? I actually don't. I think is he a friend of Nicky D's? Friend of Nicky D's. Oh, Nick, I read Nicky's a popular as well like a prostitute yeah. in Thailand. He's very popular, Nicky, at the moment. He really is. He's got, he actually buys his friends. Even though they're all 21, he's got a lot of fucking friends. They're all young, aren't they? Yeah, It keeps him young. I'm fucking yes. jealous. Yes. Hey, now I understand. Nice. <laughs> you got a point. Okay, right. He's um. So happy birthday, can't he? He's uh. He's into grooming. Yes, he is. He, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's a little bit dangerous, but yeah, territory. But yes, it's grooming. Okay, certainly. guys. Sorry for talking while you're interrupting, because the very next day, Tony's birthday. Yeah, Tony's birthday. 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 Down at Ocean Grove on a balmy night some 18 years ago and nine months ago. Sorry, Joel. Warwick Cap is your father. She's got more balls than Keo. Keto. Mm. I like that one. She's got more balls than Keto and loves a vino and loves a good fucking laugh. It's the right show to be on. She's the first one drunk and usually the last one standing. Oh, like me. Can't understand a word she fucking says. Like you. But fuck, she's funny. Like like yourself. That's all, folks. I'll do the funny stuff, Tony, or you'll be sacked. <laughs> and Nicky, Nicky Derby in. He's also the proud owner of a B Brazilian beauty salon. Be the and we love you, Sam Law Jobling. So happy birthday, Cunty! Sam Law Jobling. Only you guys. The last one. So, hold on. Wiz, she owns three B, B Brazilians. In that case, she can come on next week. Sam, <laughs> come on the show. Let's have a chat. I think both Warwick and I, I have got some things that we need waxed. We need waxed. Yeah, I need my ball bag waxed and my asshole waxed. But apart from that... We want a short back and sides. Yeah, we don't, we don't mind getting waxed. No problem at all. Especially being an ex-porn star. She get the Domestos out right in the butthole. I'm a triple X capper, man. You are. Okay, last one, You Tony. ever bleach your bum hole? No, nah, but I wouldn't, I'm trying that. You want to try it? Yep. Let's try it tonight. Nikki D, can you go and get the Domestos? Can you get some Domestos? I want to bleach my ass Thank off. you. <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and a cotton bud. I think a finger's a bit rude. Oh, this could be a good night. Do you, speaking of fingers, do you know that, like, should I say it? No, I won't yeah, say I can't, it. Yeah, I can't. Just can't. Okay. I can't wait, I can't wait to I'll watch I'll tell you some, later. I can't wait to watch some Melbourne Carlton game after this. It's got something to do with Nikki D putting a finger okay, up his own Okay, this bum. one's for me because I didn't have a number one porno <coughs> in case we were living in Mars 12 years ago. I sold 1.6 million copies. How many Triple did you buy? Kappa, 1.3. This young man is our favourite fluffer. No, no, no! It's his favorite fluffer's brother. Favorite fluffer's brother. Brother. Okay. Abri, abri. Favorite fluffer's brother. Older brother. Older brother. With a son. I know, Tony. Younger brother. Younger brother. With the same genetic gifts as his big brother. No, no, he he doesn't have the same. Okay, he doesn't. He doesn't. No. David. Oh, oh, I know who this is now. Yeah, now yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to read it again. The young man is our favourite fluffer. Younger, older brother. Sadly, he wasn't blessed with the same gene- genetic gifts as big brother, which is David. David. So, Butcher, even though you look 10 years older than your big brother, it's all okay. Because apparently, you have a huge cock. <laughs> or so Nicky D said, as that's, he feels it. That's what it feels he, like as to he Nicky feels D. As he feels it every Friday night. <laughs> okay. He's got so, small hands, though. Happy birthday, Cunty! There you go, Butchie baby. Caps loves ya. Caps loves ya. We love ya. He's in the concrete business, so we'll he, see you next Friday. He makes things go hard for a living. Yes, he does. He really does. Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a short break. And we'll be back, back with, with the incredible Marbles. How was your massage, Warren? Fantastic. How about the highlights? There's one, there's one problem. They're my highlights. They were your highlights. We just, KO loved them. For any of our listeners, we love KO. We just took a, uh, took a five-minute break for 10 minutes, and we're back about 45 minutes later after watching. And, and we watched Melbourne and um, Carlton put us to sleep, and KO says, put some good stuff on. So I said, I'll put the Collingwood game on, kick the lazy nine. 
Set up the halftime, gave six away. We just watched uh, some Warwick Kappa highlights. We popped out of the toilet. We came back and we were all fresh and we are ready to rock and roll. Four men on a very comfy sofa in shorts watching yes. Warwick Kappa highlights. Yep. And now we're going to have some KO highlights. We are going to have some KO highlights. So let's give our mate, our mate man, so, a Warwick yeah. Kappa and Tony <laughs> round of applause. We have got uh, the incredible KO Marvelous on the show. Let me just turn your mic on. Worldwide. So. K.O. is an incredible, he's, he's a... Tell me the portfolio, he's done everything. He's a songwriter, he's a producer, a recording artist, and uh, is, he's got an incredible story. He's a great hip-hop, R&B artist, very diverse, creative talent, and uh, we're very happy to have you on the he's show, mate. from Australia, and now he's out here. Well, welcome on board, mate. Thanks for coming in, mate. First time on T-Wiz, so we're ha- very happy to have you, mate. One, two, one, two. How you going? I'll, I'll turn it up for we'll you once you start here, talking. Turn it up for you, We're happy to have you, mate. Much appreciated. Here How's we go. your year yep, been, yep. mate? How's your yep. year been? Good, good, good. It's been it's... harbour COVID and we finally got out of that shit. We outside, man. Like the term goes, we outside. After yep. a year and a half of lockdown, we outside. It's moved on. It's fantastic. Back to the business and like, uh, you know, here we go. Here we go. What's your next project, mate? Big, What's big, happening? Ready for a big big 2022, are you, buddy? Yep. 2022. Much happening, it, mate? It was, it was all about 2020 vision, but that kind of like bit everybody in the arse. And it was the opposite. But you know what? 2022... We're going to recoup, we're going to fucking recharge and we're good to fucking go, man. KO's fired up. Just for uh, to put a little bit of perspective, we went upstairs and plied KO with some fucking fireball and tequila shots. So he is vibing. We like to look after our guests, mate, because all our friends are on here on this show (laughs) and we do it as a family thing and we love it. The vibes. We're looking forward to one of your shows during the year, mate. So, KO, just just to set the scene, how are you feeling? You know, being on the show, being in the Kappa Cave, what's the vibe on the show for you tonight so far? The energy here today is like no other. You have to be amongst it to, to realise and to experience, to be, to, to feel what it is. That's because we're real, if, aren't we? We're and, real and, people and we're real and, friends. And when you're here, it's an experience like no other. And that's what it is. There you go, that's ladies why and gentlemen. fans want to have tickets next week. That's see? the T-Wiz experience. That's a fair pump up. So, uh, KO, let's... Tonight we're gonna we're gonna have a chat for about thirty minutes. Just get a and obviously with a person like yourself, that's only gonna scratch the surface mm-hmm. across wanna, a range yeah, of a I, range of things. But I want to ask Tony where Ko's story started. Yeah, what, what, Phil, Phil's what, on his life and how he started. Where, where were you born? He came from overseas. He came here to Canberra, didn't you? So I was I was born in a place called Ghana. Yeah. If you don't know where that is, it's on the Atlantic Ocean. I know it. On the West Africa on in West Africa. Yep. Um. Most people have heard of Nigeria, so it's about four uh, doors down to the left from Togo and Benin on the Atlantic Ocean. Yep. Um, you know, Ghana is a, is, a, is a beautiful country. That's where I was born. And your parents wanted to come out here, mate? And, and my parents wanted to come out here with my sisters. Yep. I'm the youngest of uh, three older sisters, and we came out to Australia in December 1985. Tell, tell us a little bit about... Yeah, Your life in Ghana, like well, you, that, you were born there. Life, so, so I was born in Ghana, but I came to Australia when I was two, so two okay. and a half. So, I don't remember Ghana, but I remember being in in Australia from when I was about three, and we landed in a place called Lithgow, okay, yeah, which is um about two and a half, three hours to the west out of Sydney, like yeah. which most people like classify as the Blue Mountains, so oh, around yeah. Katoomba, right, and um. So we lived there for about a year, year and a half. So just, just I just want to jump back to your siblings. Mm-hmm. 
What are the ages of, of your siblings? So my I'm 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 in my late thirties and my elder sister is 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 you know twelve years older than me. And okay. they're still in Australia, mate. They're so all she, in Sydney. So she was living in Ghana till she was fourteen. Pretty much. So so my my elder siblings have a, a very clear that have a, that have a uh, very uh, big understanding uh, of understanding of Ghana. Whereas with me, um, all I know is is Australia. Yep. yep. So what happened was I came to a country. For my understanding, was all I know is Australia and having to adapt to that culture. But also, I have older siblings and parents that are entrenched in the Ghanaian culture. So that made it interesting. That made it a, a bit of a separation in regards to myself and the rest, which I actually seen as a as a as a you could see as like a like a a powerful thing because I had to pretty much figure things out myself and learn things from a different perspective as opposed to them. So. Obviously, there was a there was a, a different native language in the house when you first came. For sure, for sure. So, lucky for me, my parents spoke Ghanaian to me since I was a baby, but I also was able to uh, and because because Ghana is colonized by, by the British, the countries next to Ghana, such as Ivory Coast, Togo, and Benin, they're colonized by the French. So, if you, in regards to Ghana, we're colonized by the by the by the British. So we, our second language is actually English. So if you ever, you go to Ghana, if you ever plan to make a trip over there, it's not like other countries where you go there and you're thinking, am I going to struggle or am I going to be able to connect with people because they speak English too. So growing up, when I, by the time I got to Australia in 85, 86, I was speaking English and Ghanaian. Um, so my whole childhood growing up, uh, even at, up to now, I speak Ghanaian fluently. I understand the language fluently. Um, but that's that's one thing. But then the biggest impact is you're going to a country in a place where the culture and all that is different. And that's the biggest impact. So, so like being a, being a young African boy, so mm-hmm. you, you came in the mid-80s mm-hmm. as a two-year-old. Yeah. So by, say, like 1988, you're mm-hmm. in primary school. So by 1987, we moved to Canberra. I would have been probably like our oh, preschool, 88, 89, 90. You're looking at like more tours, like kindergarten, primary school and stuff. So Australia as, as a, a country was a vastly different place then. Very different place. So For, that, like, I guess politically correct culture and like people's sensitivity and understanding of how racial colloquialisms mm. or you know those sorts of things that might have been like even lightheartedly referred yeah. to in australian sort of culture yeah you would have you would have had that experience pretty intensely 100 percent. so what 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 i what i went through and what i what i dealt with was um parents who had come to a country where and my parents are, are well traveled so before we had actually settled in australia in the late in the mid to late 80s my parents were edu- well educated, well traveled, been re- been in different places. But regardless of that, in, in saying that, still, when you settle in, in a place where it's almost like the unknowing. So, um, I had to maneuver my way through a time as a child where, for me, coming to Australia so young, it's almost like I feel like I was born here because I don't remember. Like, I don't yeah. re- remember being in Ghana. I'm being. I've been projected into a world where this is all I know. Of course. Right. So yeah. it's, it's, um, me personally, I, um, 
you learn quickly and it's almost like the term like a necessary evil. It's like um, when you don't know any different and you're going through certain things as a child, you perceive that as being normal, a normality, right? Where, yeah. where you were living as a, a child when you mm. were in primary school, yeah. how many other people of an African descent were around you? For sure. So I grew up in Canberra and um, growing up, you know, you know, preschool, kindergarten, year one and so forth. I was the only black kid in the school. I was yeah. an African kid in the Probably school. Probably cognitive racism over the Yeah, years. and um, you know, and you know, I copped a, f- a few things here and there, and a testament to my parents because you know the crazy thing is when you when you are a child and you're growing up, even like primary school, high school, and so forth, you don't really understand the concept and the certain things in regards to what it is to be an adult doing dealing with certain things. But in, and and even and only in adult life, you go back and you recap on things and realize yep. what what it really was. So for me, like, to be honest with you, what, what happened was um, my blessing and my luckiness was that I was always um, a, a confident, a happy child and, and very boisterous. So you, you had a secure base at home. Yeah, I had, I had a secure base at home to some extent, but what kept me um, going and kept me strong was who I am as a person, my character, which then extended and made sense into who I am today. So, for example, um, my my earliest times of 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 going through these things of seeing that you were were different was is is going back as early as like year one, year two, and you you're going through school and you're going through things where your people are picking you, blah blah blah, and um, but then your your parents also not able to somewhat, which I'm realizing now as an adult, not able to really support you as such because they're already going through what they're going through and they're actually trying to just just fit in the culture as well so like um but also too you know i mean it's the experience of it mm. you know if you haven't already navigated your way through it yeah there's really no other side to get to you know you're it's it's almost like being thrown in deep water you can't get to shore yeah. you've literally got to figure out a way to just keep 100%. breathing and when did you come to melbourne ko 100 so, so 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 what happened was I'll, 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 I'll pause a little bit this what happened was i i went through primary school is like the early 90s um figuring out what life was and and my term is is like uh you know the term is goes you know the cards that were dealt to you so when, you know, the mm-hmm. cards that were dealt to you was, this is what life is about and it's up to you how you deal with it. And when I, when I always say, I recap and I look at my life and go, it's like everything makes sense. Everything is, is it's, it was all part of the process, of the process in regards to me being KM Marbles, in, in regards to doing the music. Because if I didn't go through the things I went through as a child, I wouldn't have been able to achieve the things now. And a lot of people don't tap into that type of deep thought of like, appreciating and accepting the negativities and turn that into a positive because my my first levels of uh of of going through certain things of like uh uh uh, you know getting picked on and and you could even say low levels of uh trauma post-traumatic stress i i i I went through that as a child right and um now as an adult i realized that you know my parents couldn't support me and defend me and such because they were going through their own things but But also too it's it's how do they protect you from it when every day you've got to get back up and go back into the fire? The reality is, you know, the crazy thing is, bro, the reality is, and the crazy thing was, they they couldn't as such because, and you would think as, and this is not undermining my parents, like, yeah, my parents are amazing people, but 
um, when you have people, when you are raised in a world and environment where your parents, the people who are supposed to protect you can't because for whatever reason, you are quickly to then figure things out yourself. So, Is that what you found, eh, growing up? You have to adapt yeah, and so become lucky, strong. Yeah, so lucky for me, the blessing for me was this. Something inside me, deep, deep, deep inside me as, as a child was not to change who you are as a person, but to adapt and understand that with certain situations, you, you have to be a certain person. And many people don't get to uh, do that and achieve that. Some people go through certain things as a child where it then makes them who they are and then sometimes go through a certain path, which is, in a, which, which is in a, positive, a positive one, right? So with me, being witty and being this charming child, I was able to, it's almost like a, a, a blessing where because I went through certain things as a child, I didn't know any different. So you, probably, I you probably learned how street smarts. I perceived okay. that as yeah, that's smarts. just life and that's, yeah, just, that's just street smart. You need that, don't you? So I, I learned to I think... I guess the, the thing that really fascinate, mm. fascinates me though is that because you're such a creative mm. individual, mm. You're, you, you come across mm. as a person as a really high level of empathy, mm. right? Mm. And so yeah. being a really empathetic person in that kind of environment... Yeah. Uh, it it, it mm, um, helps if you didn't exactly it, it you know it's it's almost kind of like having to grow up through like through some form of abuse hundred percent you know hundred percent yeah so so and you conquer that to make to make it to make a long story short I learned at a young age to not let the person who I am deep in, deep inside change me based on to fit the mold of everyone but yeah. but also I learned from a young age. To not let the actions of other people perceive who I was going to be, and Kay, you probably learned to let the people, not let people steal your dreams. Hundred percent. That's right. That's, so, that's, that's what I went through. So, so do, do you think that the, because look, at the end of the day, you know, without pulling the band aid all the way off, mm. right? Because the fact of the matter is, is that to even, to even consider that we could get to the bottom mm. of those experiences. Mm in this environment mm -hmm. is ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but surely, you know, in that well mm -hmm. of emotions that mm -hmm. you'd experience relentlessly mm -hmm. through yeah. your entire life, for sure. that must be the proving ground for some, some of the most incredible creative stuff that you've, that, exactly. you've, that you've drawn from. Exactly. So what that did for me was it, it made me um, create skills of being able to conduct myself in certain ways based on certain environments and and that would mean such things as um not letting go at all times of who you are as a person but not forgetting and understanding who you are as a person but also understanding the reality of the world which i feel like some people sometimes forget to and don't have the the the, the um knowledge to be able to tap into because i see my i see my whole um experience in my whole story as like a it's like when you have scales and you're like on a, it's like a 50-50 thing. So it's like, I understand that this is life. This is what the card's been dealt to me, but it's up to me on how I want to uh, pro project that back. So, you know, like in, in reality though, I mean, not that, not to undermine any of the things, the experiences mm. and the way that they would have compounded over the years, mm. right? And what you would have had to have endure, even the things quietly that you won't talk about, yeah. right? Because... Mm. They expose you in in a way that's so vulnerable mm. that it's just mm. it's just it's too mm. deep into mm. your soul to expose mm. to mm. 
yeah. buffoons mm. like us. Mm. We don't have to go so, through this. So, so fast forward, right? I went through all those things, and I, and I was I was a, I was a kid that was trying to uh, comprehend and understand what was going on, and also understanding myself and who I wanted to be. And try and find your niche. So lucky for me, when I got to high school, and things hadn't. When I got to high school, things were a little bit better because you're a bit older and you have more control of this and that. But when I got to 15, was the pinnacle point was when I found poetry. So when I got to 15... Really? Great way to express 15, yourself. And, I, and the term that I use, and I haven't heard it from anybody else, and the term is a positive outlet. And um, how, I, how I explain that is, it doesn't matter if it's like music, sports... Whatever it may be, once you find something that helps you escape, and it's not even so much escape. No, it's, it's almost kind of like a pressure relief valve for your, for, to, 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 your channel, story. to channel so yeah. much energy going into you, some yeah. negative and some good and so forth. Yeah. It's like, a, I always say the term, it's like a, a bottle of uh, soft drink. When you shake it up and shake it up for so long, at some point it's going to explode. And something came inside me at 15 that said Something to me, came inside Nikki D last yeah. night. I, I, yeah. I thought it might have been a Coke bottle. Yeah. <laughs> That's another story for another time, yeah? <laughs> but um, but but honestly, and, and this is the honest truth, is that at the age of 15 was a pinnacle point in me when I was like, I had a strong interest for songwriting. Nobody yeah. taught me. Nobody, nobody, uh, you know, I have no... So it started with poetry. Poetry at 15. You know, that's exactly the same way it started for me. Exactly. Probably helped you write Th- songs too. Through, yeah. through poetry, yeah. yeah, it was almost like you, you you get these stories out in a way that... that it's peaceful, it's healing. Yeah, it's healing, but yeah. also too, you, you put them out there and then you can reflect upon them. Exactly. And that reflection is the healing process where you become almost united with the narrative exactly you know where it starts to make sense to you and once you understand your journey mm-hmm. you, you can really kind of almost triangulate where you sit in the world it exactly. gives you a position exactly um it's yeah it's fascinating so 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 the luckiness and the blessing for me was from from the day i touched upon the basic levels of all of that so the basic levels when i say when i say that like for example song, uh, writing poetry I would show my friends, I would show my, my, my sisters, I would show people, I'll be freestyling and doing all these things with my mates. Were these people around you supportive of... Yeah, so, so um, um, my, 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 I have three old, older sisters and my earliest memory was when I was like 15, I'd be in my room and I'd have this dream, I have this dream in my brain, this thing of just like being this fucking person, right? And I'd write my lyrics and I'd show my sister. And she'd be like, yeah, that's pretty good. She's like, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm 15, right? And I was like, you know. So she, at the time, she would have been around about 20. She's five years older than me. So she's like, yeah, she's 20, right? That's my, yep. my, my younger sister. So I would do that. And at that same time, I was like, just trying to find my way. Like, yeah, I'm in year nine, year 10. I'm in high school. I'm doing going through whatever. Kaya, were, were anybody else in your family creative in that kind of way? Not at all. Not at all. No music, no music, no, no, no music, no influence, artistry of no, any kind, nothing. It's all come from within. Not, no me. painters, no, 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 no nothing, no right? No cousins, no <laughs> nothing, right? And um, the, the the crazy thing about that is, um, um, yeah, I, I started just doing poetry, and and to this day, I actually still have my 
I have uh, uh, hundreds of lyrics and I've written down the dates from like 99, 2000, yeah, well, so far. Well done. Have, right? yep. Just to remind me and keep you humble and keep you grounded of where it all started, right? Do you, do you find if you go back and reflect on it that you can actually, you can connect with that version of yourself and yeah. actually almost, you can see almost a, like a partially formed version of who you are now? 100%. So what, what, it, what that does is that when you actually look at the actual blueprint, when you actually look at the actual work, Oh man, it's it's rubbish, but it's but 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 ready for this. I always tell people like when I meet like young artists and stuff, and I say, whatever you write when you start, no matter how rubbish it is, keep it. Yeah, because the only way you can grow, or it's not the only way, but one of the ways you can grow is by it's a path. Seeing yeah. your progression, it's like point A, point B, and so forth, right? So I, you know, you you know that there's this there's this concept. You know, it's and it's an esoteric concept, mm, mm. but you know, as a process, a part of the healing mm. process of somebody 100%. who's gone through trauma, 100%. is to 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 almost focus on that younger version of yourself, 100%. and go back and and forgive that person or 100%. Or, or give them healing, 100%. or or make peace with forward. that person. So yeah. having poetry through the process, being able to go back and mm. and read things that you yeah. wrote when you were 15 yeah. you know and and as and as emotionally shallow as it might seem compared to where you're you're you're, you're you've evolved to now yeah yeah the the forgiveness you give yourself mm. the break you cut yourself in terms of it takes you back to that and you almost you, you feel a sense of empathy for that version of yourself for sure it's uh, i you think know, it's a you fascinating know, you know thing. a powerful thing i'm about to say now People go through certain things in life where they go through certain things, and, it be, and it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not in vain. Like they, no, it is in vain sometimes because they go through certain things where they haven't got anything to show for it. Whereas with me, as the years progressed, I'll look back and go, if I hadn't gone through those certain things, there would be no you wouldn't have this. There would be no these like, things I've achieved. But going deeper, like what you just said honest truth like deep deep down the reality is if i hadn't at that point at 15 16 captured the the poultry i would be my life would have been a different person yeah and and I, because i, I know I that, that yes because i know that that's what molds you to be a person where you do things differently so for example with everything that i do up to now with all the achievements and this and that it's never been a goal of to be famous or rich you do it because it's like it's 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 medicine it's like it's healing it's like a splinter you're almost like getting it out of yourself aren't you it's a it's a it's a it's a thing that's like uh you can't even explain it but it's 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 priceless it's like this thing that you're doing and manifesting from negativity and how you've been able to do it by yourself yeah. and then you'd be able to grab it's like they say like uh you know, like, you know, within the, the concrete of dirt, you created like a, a rose, which was just like dirt, you know? It's kind of like a modern, like, it, it's it's an actual version of alchemy, right? Yeah. It's where like you're, taking, like, you're taking, you're like taking these... going to a rose. That's correct, exactly. Isn't it? You're taking these elements going. that yeah. are what yeah. they are, yeah. and you're, yeah. through the filter mm. of K.O. Marbellus, exactly. you're then turning it into something exactly. else. Exactly. And what and if we want to go deeper, it's like the, the creation of that came from negativity it came from me having a a lot of uh, anger within me pain and then once you you figure out this is what i'm doing this is what i'm doing i'm going to do i'm going to write music blah, blah blah and then when you start actually 
evolving and you're creating stuff, but then it doesn't stop there because then once you start actually achieving, doing things, then you're dealing with, you're dealing with haters, you're dealing with family and friends that don't believe in your dreams. So it's a, it's a forever battle. So looking back now, like where I'm now and looking back, I really understand the, the concept of the term that means like they say, believing in yourself. You, you, you've got to, because, you know, one of the things that, that people suffer from, like everyday people, mm. is they become captive to the perception that the people around them have. Exactly. You know, know for example... People don't like different people, do they? Yeah. No, they but, like, you know, like the, the thing is, is that especially as an artist, right, where mm. it's this thing that's, it's not meat and potatoes, yeah. right? People say, you know, there's that old adage that's kind of get a real job, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, if you went out tonight Mm -hmm. and you found yourself just having a drink with a random stranger Mm -hmm. that was just a cool little connection at a bar anywhere in town tonight. Yeah. And you said, I have this vision. Yeah. That person would say, fucking go for it, man. You're going to do it. But you could tell somebody that knows you. Mm. And they come, come on, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Like, like fucking, may, maybe you should, maybe you should just keep the job just in case. And what you just said, right? In case it might fail. Right. What, what people, whoever's listening tonight, is um. We are we are tricked to believe that when you are misled or when you are perceived to believe things that you're doing isn't correct, it doesn't come from strangers. It comes from the people who are closest to you. So because it comes from the people that are closest to you it makes you then have self-doubt and think, really well, maybe I'm not doing the right thing because you, you live a life where you have your friends, your family and certain people who, who genuinely love you and want the best for you. But when, because you're different to them and they can't see your vision, I can't see it's it. usually I, I them who will then persuade and mislead you to then go off that path. And, and a lot know? of the times it comes from fear, right? Fear. So let's assume for a moment that the people around us actually love us and want the best for us. Yeah. What they can't imagine, because they're not that way inclined, is the fact that this could turn into something spectacular for you. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, is that if you were going to be successful mm. to the point of where you could take care of yourself mm. and any potential family lineage you might create, mm. this is a risk mm. from a commercial point mm. of view, yes. right? Mm. Something out of the vortex. So it's the people risk. around you, like become consumed by mm, that fear mm, very true whereas you know there's something that a person told me many many years ago and I think upstairs before when we were like drinking unnecessary tequila mm. what's wrong with that nothing <laughs> I mean I'm, uh, I'm actually quite proud of KO mm, for only 2% it. of um, people in bands that make it mm. the same yeah. league football I got a know? feeling that mm, there's going to be some, some serious group hugs mm. here later on mm. that's feeling very good, very loving right yeah, now very loving. But like, I'll, I'll tell you something. The concept that I'd heard a long time ago that I think rings really true is that, you know, if you chase money, you mm. know, like you'll literally, you'll just go in circles mm. and you'll get dizzy. Mm, 100%. Right. But if you pursue something that you love to the, like with a real mm. ferocity. You can make your money without trying. Like, for example, Correct. Warwick Kappa, right? You as a young man, you, stu- you, you were in the yep. seconds or the thirds, yep. right? For a number of seasons. Yep. You worked, despite what everybody would think, think yes. right? I worked my ass off. The perception around you that just because you, got, because you got a fantastically Busting proportioned penis. Yes, you got, a, you got a point. Right, according to Nicky D. Yep. I mean, he has got small hands. Yes, he has. 
I'll do the funny Be- stuff, Tony. Please continue. I know. I'm sorry. I'm stepping. Let everyone get you That's how I got here. But to be serious. But I to be fear. serious, right? People, so, people like, so but, easy, but you yeah. worked That's your ass off, yeah. right? Relentlessly. People don't see that 15 years of 20 years of and thrusting gut. You yeah. you end up like becoming you. a really key player in a team yeah. that was run by one of the hardest and most disciplined coaches, club. Tom Hafey, right? Probably the only club to do. It's great for me. Right. So. My, my point is, is that you apply to anything you like. Yeah. The reality is, is that if you pursue something that you love, that you're completely passionate about, and your focus is just about being the best version you can the be, you can it in seems most of the time, if you're able to jump without a net, that somehow... Take a chance. Money becomes a byproduct yeah. of that. Yeah. It, becomes, it becomes obsessive, like a... Like a, like a Obsessive, you you you, you fix you're, you're fixated on a, that particular goal. Yep, and that came within me at a very young point, where it was like, this is it, this is it, this is what I meant to do, this is what I want to do, and regardless of what happens, I will keep going until yep, you, I can't go anymore. And it. and but that what that will look like in regards to not going anymore has to be something very. I'd have to be like, I'd have to be dead. So the thing know? is to throw all this away and just to do something monotonous, right? Yeah. That doesn't ex- explore yeah. mm. the thing that's truly inside of you. Mm. you be how how is be, that any different to prison? You'll be possessed by that, yeah. You mean prison as in like... Like how, how would that be any different to prison to basically to throw away the thing that's truly you and, and then become a part of the machine? Once I got to a point where I realised that me creating this this brand and this artist as, as Kaya Marvelous, right? Was me. And and I realized that without that, there's nothing there's no other connection with me in this world. Once I realized that, there was no there was no stopping me. So yep. Is there a, is there one person that you can say like all the way has been basically a hundred percent like right there with you, basically. Just every time you've got doubt, they're saying, "Keep going, yeah. keep going." Is there one person? Self motivated. Yeah. Is there anybody? It's it, you know, it's 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 sad to say this, and it's crazy to say this. I, I have you know my friends and family like here and there, but I, the, the reality is, it's me. Yeah, it's yeah. all me. You're I'm not surprised by to, that. It has I'm to come from you, and adding to that, it does. Yeah, I haven't lived a life where it's been your average type of. Uh, I can do this, but if all else fails, I can do so and so. The obstacles and things that have been put in front of me has happened from day dot. Did you have a plan B? No. There you go. There's no. There's there's no. Did you have a plan B? There's no. There's no. There's no. There's no. There's no plan B. That's the best way to do it. And when you think to yourself and go, if this doesn't work, you're not all in. I'm going to have to then do blah blah blah. And not to get too deep, but it's like, Jesus, it's like it's a scary thought. It's actually very scary. Second it's is, very frightening. Second is an option. It's but, very frightening. But the reality is, is that if you have a plan B to a certain extent, like, you know, you, you, if, if you don't succeed, you'll mm. never truly know mm. if you could have. I'll tell you what the plan B yeah, is. I didn't have a plan B either. The, no. plan, the plan B is when you get to a point in that field of work and at some point as that's progressing you start to then learn and adapt and in that field, but in other areas. So you're, I'm doing rap, I'm putting that music, but then I'm like, you know what? I want to do acting or I want to do blah, blah, blah. And then you realize it's actually a bigger picture 
than just music. Then you start tapping to this person and doing this stuff here on TV and doing this and realize that what has actually been given to you in this gift on this earth, if you believe in the higher being and super, uh, you know, the energy and and, and the universe and that, you know, things like that, you realize that it may not be that exact thing you wanted, but as long as you feel it and keep going and doing whatever, what is meant for you will come at a time where it's, you, it's, it's you, meant you, to be. You'll discover what, you, what's... You, you, you'll just know, right? Yeah. So what I figured and tapped into was... Um, so, for example, like, I, I come from a small town. I come from Canberra. Shout out to Canberra. Shout and, out to Canberra. Um, Canberra. My, my actually mother was born in Canberra. Yeah. And I, and I lived there my whole life. Warwick, can you just give Canberra a shout out? Because Hi, that, that, that'll change shout the game. Canberra. Nancy was born in Canberra. Mum's almost 90. Born in Canberra. Shout out to Canberra. Shout, shout, shout out to Nancy. Right? Hi, Nancy. How you going, Nancy? And... Um, what happened was I realized that it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter. What, what I realized was that it doesn't matter your environment as such, but as long as it's within you and that energy is so strong, you, the, 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 the dreams and, and all those aspirations is bigger than that environment. So what happened was I got to 2018 and, and, I, and I'm like, I've done all these things by myself. No manager, so, no so agent. Motivated. Good effort. Literally by myself. No nothing, right? But as, as I say that to you, it's come with a lot of heartache and, and a lot of bullshit from so many things, right? Yep. I finance everything. In my, like literally everything that you see that I've done, I've had to make it happen. I've got to get up and do it. I've got to coordinate certain everything things, right? Yourself. So I got to, I got to 2018 and I was like I, I literally had this thing dawn on me. I was in my apartment and I was vacuuming and I was like, I'm like I'm living in fucking Canberra, and I have all these people in different cities reaching out to me, wanting to work with me. And I'm like, if I don't see, if I don't grab this moment now, you'd be stuck in Canberra. Yeah. The the, the feeling that I had I cannot explain unless you understand is that I was like, if I don't. Just, it, it, it was it was a it was a crossroads for you, bro. It was like it was like this. It was like it was like um. People are people get scared to to leap, and and people's biggest mistakes and people's biggest fear is themselves. At the end of the day, people go around going, "Oh, I'm scared of this. I'm worried about that." But the reality is, it's all in your head. It's, it's just you. And Fuck the haters. Forget what's on the outside yeah. live your best life it's within mate. yourself yeah. you are yeah. your, you are the one uh creating these things in your head yep so i said to myself what was more scary was to stay in canberra and the years go on and i'm doing this and that these little things but then at some point it's going to come to a stop because it's only so much so far that that can take you yeah and i said to myself fuck i was like you scared the it scared the shit out of me and i was like it was time for a change, mate. Time, time for a change. For a change. Bigger. Yeah. So what, what, I'm, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say right now is that we we're gonna give KO a, a couple of minutes. We're gonna take a, a a short break, and when we come back, what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump forward to basically K- talk about gonna, KO's and music. Gonna, and we're gonna ask KO's biggest achievement. Mm. We're gonna talk about the yep. uh, the record producing, the songwriting, mm. Mm. And, and we're, we're gonna, gonna get into you, that. And we're gonna ask you your next goal. Mm. And um. Is that all right? For any of our yeah. listeners that are basically having a uh, great time in their cars, having a listen to KO's story. Just give us two minutes. We're going to get him back in, um, in season four and we're going to dive a little deeper into these things. And, um, 
and we're going to explore this side we're of KO's story. But when we come back from this break, we're going to talk to KO about some of his incredible producing, Projects. songwriting, yes. and some mm. of the music that he's creating. We'll be back in just... We'll see you in five. Fantastic. Five minute break it. for ten minutes. We'll be back so we, we we are back. We are back. With, a bit of a break. With, We're feeling fresh. With Ko, marvelous. We're going to touch on Ko's new stuff now. Over the last two or three years, he's of his some of his new projects and some of his best achievements. So, Ko, we, we've had a, a bit of a, a dive into the um, the history of, you know, you you're, coming you're, up as a, as a young fella from yep. from Ghana and Africa mm-hmm. through to moving to Canberra, mm-hmm. then, obviously, some of the things that you've gone through as a a young African boy. Coming to Australia, and those experiences, and how those those experiences have really helped shape you and become a, a well for you to tap into as an artist. The big thing, strength, Kaya. strength. Yeah. You and the last five years with us. Some strength, of your achievements. Yeah. And obviously, for any of our listeners out there that are that are loving this conversation, which I'm sure you all are with Ko, just to be clear, Ko is going to be coming back in about six to seven weeks, and we're going to dive it. dive a little deeper into into, life, into yeah. all of this a little bit further and have a part two. Before we before we let you go, mate, let's let's talk a little bit about some of the accomplishments that you've you've had through your creative endeavours, through the music as a producer, recording artist, and also through some of the acting and some of the television of work that you've done. Mate. For sure, for sure. So you know, like as, as some of you may know, and for those for the listeners who are living in like major capital cities, Canberra is, is a place where it, Canberra is a place that always gets overlooked, right? So. One of the things that I had to, uh, uh, you know, maneuver through was um, finding myself in a, in a small town. And once again, shout out to Canberra City, of course. Shout out to Canberra. Maybe who, maybe who I am today. Conserv- conservative city, maybe who I am today. And one good thing about coming from a small place like that is that for people to take you serious, you have to be doing big things. If you aren't making noise, if you aren't really pushing the envelope, if you, are, if you aren't really like, you know, Doing, uh, going um, beyond, people aren't gonna, you know, pay you any fucking attention. So it's a small town, really. It, it's isn't a small it? town. It's very conservative. Well, so well, people, people, it, it's conservative. Yeah. So people play things safe and do what's like safe and, and good for them. So with me, I was always pushing the boundaries and doing what was for me and so forth. But you know, in, I'll have to say, you know, as an independent artist, self-managed, self, self-financed, and everything, the, the the first thing that happened that really was like, okay. I'm I'm onto something here. Um, I'm, I've got a chance. I've I've got something to keep going. Was when we had you know 2012 and in Canberra had established the uh, uh, the the Canberra Music Awards, the Mama Awards, and um, I got I got nominated as the Urban Artist for the Year and I won. And at that point, it was a, it was it was a really it was really the start of a pinnacle moment in my life. Where it was a validation for you, right? The, oh, it was a validation. It was it was you know what year was it that, was. Um, yeah. It was in Canberra at the Albert Hall, and um, yep. I got nominated as the Urban Artist yep. of the Year. Yeah, what what year? Though? What year? 2012. Yep. And um, my friends came, and you know the friends that came with me were friends I've known since high school and college. I've seen my seen my journey and so forth. And um, you know, long story short, I won. And yep. I was like, wow, you know. And that was a that was a, a a time in my life where I was like, you know. And for those who are listening out there who are doing things in life whether it's music or whatever it may be we all go through life where we have sleepless nights wondering if what we are doing is is really what you should be doing or if it's the right thing and so forth right so when i won the urban arts of the year award in 2012 
that was a very clear validation that um the people were listening, not just in Canberra, but like all around the country. And there was something to uh, what you call like, you know, put the battery in the back to, to give me energy to keep on going. So yeah. I did that 2012 and I won that. In 2013, I, I got nominated again. I didn't win, but people said that I should have won, but you have to, you know, share the the... the the award and so, f- so oh, forth around. That, that was the, the same award, right? That was for that's, the same award. Yeah, no, as the actual actual artist. So, so 2012, I got yep. an award for the for the Urban Artist of the Year. Yep. And it was it was new. So it had it was a new thing that had just been established in Canberra. The Music Awards was was a new thing hadn't hadn't happened in Canberra before, and it was the first time. So I won that, and it was it was a beautiful thing, you know, because I, you know you, to get up in front of your friends and people who have watched your journey, it's, 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 a, it's a priceless thing. For those who are listening right now who have lived a life of, 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 of trials and tribulations where you have people around you who are following you and supporting you, to achieve those certain things, it's not even about that. It's about really doing it for those who have supported you. And then 2013, I got nominated again. I didn't win, but I came runners-up, but that was okay. Yep. And then as the years progressed, I was still doing my thing, dropping songs, doing this and that. But uh, the 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 next big the, the next big thing that happened that I had accomplished was um in 2018 and keep in mind I'm, I'm still living in Canberra yeah and I um had been approached by uh, Channel Seven to be on a TV show called All Together Now as a as Channel Seven would label me as a indi- as a music industry professional. So what was All Together Now as a for any of the listeners yeah, who don't it, know what that or? was, what so, what was that show? So for those who don't know, All Together Now was a a, sitcom? a music competition. Is like a, a there, music there, show. There was an All Together Now sitcom. That, was that yeah. John English? Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't get yeah. it. Don't get it's it confused. Else, don't yeah. get it confused with that show. Yeah. Okay. It was a it was a music show similar to All your to your to your um you know all the other music contestant shows that they have in Australia such as like the Australian Idol or The Voice, the Voice similar to that like but don't exactly yep. what, similar what year was this Kaya? this was 2018 okay. and it had first started in the UK yeah. yeah UK first had started they did the show the first season yep and Australia took it on the so what what notable kind of people were behind that show oh, or a part take, of that take take your pick you had your your Ronda Birchmores your your Mark Gable, you, you had you had Mark Gable you had, from Choir Boys. From Choir Boys, you had yeah. people who had been in the industry for like years. twenty, Was that thirty good for years. You? Good for like, you. like yeah, people who are like literally like imprinted in icons, Australian icons. entertainment culture. Like these people, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got approached to do this, for me it was like, for me when when these little things happen, I see it as like okay, this is part of the universe and so forth, so forth. Saying this is part of your journey. You are actually no longer looking from the outside, looking in, you are actually part of this. You're part of this now. And you need to start having belief in yourself, knowing that you are part of this situation. So um, when that happened, it, it once again was a, a time in my life where I was like, okay, it's it's clear as day. It's it's, it's making sense. This so is your field. This is, this is, this is, this is it. This, this is, is actually for years and years of having this, you know, I'm in my bedroom rapping and blah, 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 and having these dreams and going to sleep at night, thinking if this is going to happen. At that point, 2018, it was like, no more dreaming. You are in it, right? Yep. So, um, did you did you find that when you started rubbing shoulders with the people that have had sustained success in the industry, that you know when you encounter them, you realise that they have the same doubts that you do. We are all the same. 
we are all the same. Yeah, they all start, everyone starts somewhere. No, no one truly feels like yeah, they've made it, do they? they? No, nobody, and exactly, you hit the nail on the head, and, and it's a, it's like a misconception, and this is a misconception to the the general public who are outside looking in, and that is that it doesn't matter where you are in your life, in, in your field of success, whether it's five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, we are all human beings, we're all flesh, we are all in go through the same things. Everyone's got insecurities. Insecurities, hundred percent. You don't just just make it. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and, a, it's and a journey. Exactly. And um, when when I went through that, it was just like, oh, I can't even, you know, being being there on Channel Seven, being in Fox Studios, and being in the green room, and and being amongst all these people, it, what it done for me, it validated that everything I had gone through from two thousand and four managing myself doing anything doing everything by myself all the sleepless nights all the negativity wasn't in vain and what that done for me was just um give me a real big charge and a real big battery in my back to really like show me and say to me that you're on the you are on the right path and on the right journey keep going and it was a beautiful thing and um especially more importantly coming from a place called canberra which nobody in this country really uh respects and so forth for me to represent canberra i was the only person from canberra chosen chosen to be on the show and um i i i, I took that as a badge of honor and um representing and canberra and put it on my back do- that opened a few doors for you yeah 100 percent. you know what once what that? 100%, once you once you once you achieve that what what that does for you is that it then adds a title to your current portfolio and that is that you have uh, you've been on TV. You have Channel Seven there. And, you know, Channel Seven lab- labeled me as a a music industry professional. That's but good. adding to that, what happened was in that same year, crazy enough, was I I, I got a cameo in a movie called um, Wario gets ca- Warwick gets cameos every yeah, week. Don't you worry. Now on Wiz Thirty Nine, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I love memos. And I got a birthday uh, wish and a Christmas gift. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I I got a cameo in a movie called uh, The Combination Redemption. Yep. Shout out to George Basher, one of the, you know one George of the most Basher. successful independent um, Sydney Lebanese uh, film producers. Um, for those who don't know, the combination was a movie that came out ten years ago, um, filming based about based on Western Sydney, like Lebanese gang culture and so forth. Way before 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 Underbelly, before all that came out, um, a lot, many actors came from that movie and became successful. And um, I was blessed enough through my networking and what I do to be able to tap into that and I got a cameo the same year in that movie which was on Netflix for about two years so um, it was those two things that had happened to me that I I was able to achieve that then led me to my next chapter in my life of saying there's more to life than this and this is why I moved to Melbourne in uh, you know in 2019 Um, and pretty much you know what I want to tell people is that you, you have to just the term believing yourself, once you understand what that really means, is that you have to block out everything around you. And the misconception, the, 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 the trickery of, of that term is that it's actually the people that are closest to you that will sometimes deter you from chasing that. We, we, chasing we, we quite often yeah. become prisoner to the perception of those around us. 100%. 100%. You know, like you could turn around and say that... Mm. Um, you know, you want to do something with your yeah. life, and all of those people that have an idea of mm. you say, "Oh, mm. what are you talking about?" Mm. Right? But like and I was saying before, you, you tell it to a total stranger, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Fucking mate, you're going to do this, buddy." Don't get me wrong. The people that are closest to you, they love you, and what it happens is that 
they want the best for you. Sometimes you can't actually judge them or blame them for not thinking you can do it. But that should be a testament to your own self because you are so powerful within yourself on that dream, what you want to do. They can't fathom that whole situation. It's too too big. It's too big for them. Well, I guess, mate, if you're not strong enough to Mm. overcome that challenge, Mm. then you probably don't have the metal to do what you need to do. Exactly. And most people that... There's two types of people. There's there's haters who just pretty much just like will Nikki, hate on you like, because like Nikki D. Yeah. Yeah, Nikki D. Shout out to Nikki D. Who's sitting there filming? Good on you, brother. He's not a hater. There's, there's 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 there's, there's we, we don't compliment Nikki D on this show. Right. <laughs> Fuck Nikki D. He's a lover and a master. Fuck Nikki D. Like Warren Kappa. But you know, there's Fuck there's two all. types of there's two types of scenarios that people need to be aware of, right? You have haters. Yep. And I've learned that you know what haters they're actually. That's their job. You can't really hate on a hater because that's what they're meant to do. They're meant to hate on you. But at the same time, you the, have to thank your haters leader, because your haters... Because they got this. They, they fuel... I don't know about the listeners, but they fueled me to keep going. The keyboard warriors. Because at the end of the day, they're they projecting something to you that if, you aren't, if you're knowledgeable enough to understand that they're doing because they can't do it. We That's we actually cool. only have one hater on the show, Brendan Favola. He's yeah. just yeah. completely obsessed with the fact that he's got six minutes of football highlights and Warwick's got six months. Yeah, and no, he never kicked a hundred. Jealousy yeah, is a curse. Yeah, I went for shout it. to shout to Brendan Favola. Sorry, Brendan. Brendan started following me on Instagram a couple a couple of uh, about a week ago, but you know he still loves the caps. He's all right. he, still, um, he still loves the caps. Shout Look, to Brendan. We oh, actually you know, we actually yeah, love the Fev, yeah. but uh, we we keep talking shit about we'll him, hoping that he'll uh, that shout, out, shout out to every every radio station in Melbourne. Shout out to every person that's listening right now. We would love to hear from you, and if you want to tap into us and see the energy and the positive things that are happening right here, because uh, in the Cap Man Cave, it's we're, all we're, we're, we're making here, it happen. In 2020 is going to be a year for for the. Twiz Twiz podcast, hundred percent happening. Yeah. T Wiz podcast, T Wiz podcast. Twenty twenty two is our year. 100%. So, so Ko, look before before we wrap it up, just want to tell anybody that's listening, that's that's you know driving around the couriers of the world, mm-hmm. and uh, anybody that's uh, basically trying to drown out the thoughts of everyday life by mm-hmm. having a listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to say that we've absolutely loved Ko. He's um, I think what you're talking about. We've loved Ko for a long time. Uh, we love. We've loved you for Kayo. a long time. I think. The, and the Ko knows Kardashians. How's he does. That? He does. I think the they things that you've, you've talked about tonight are really important for people mm. to hear. Mm. You know, because you and know, facing adversity and getting over on it. the surface. Mm. You know, you jump on your Instagram, mm. which is uh, Ko K A Y O underscore marvelous M A R B I L U S. He's marvelous. Ko marvelous at Ko mar- underscore marvelous. Ko underscore marvelous. Instagram, so you, you, Facebook, you jump Twitter. on your Instagram or your Facebook, and what the perception is is that you are this, basically this rocking, mm. powerful, oh, creative figure, right? Mm. But I think it's really important for people to get an understanding of the fact that that creativity, that that art that manifests on the surface is the result of the journey, right? And and your ability Mm. to isolate those Mm. experiences Mm. and drill down into them. 100%. That that exhibits incredible character. Yeah. Um, You know, just the time we've spent together, what we've talked on the telephone... Mm. You're uh, you're an inspiration, man, and I I think that um, I can't wait for that one person who listens to you on this yes, show sure. to be completely he's fucking inspired sure. by he's you. A great I, I appreciate it. And one thing I'll leave with you guys is we um, love you, mate. With with the listeners, is that the, the the few important things is that first and foremost, believe in yourself. 
but not just listening to the term or the word believing yourself, understanding that that comes with like really zoning out and just having a conversation with yourself and, and understanding that what you are doing, you are, it is a lonely journey, but it's a beautiful journey once you understand the energy and the power within yourself and just, you know, keep going. Those people who are around you that are meant to be with you will be with you and just, um, you know, enjoy the journey. Don't fight it. Just go with the flow and you you know when it's for you and it will happen when it's meant to happen and just uh, it's good it's, on your brother it's a beautiful thing second is it's a an beautiful option. thing for sure well yes. ladies and gentlemen ko marvelous has joined us live in the kappa cave tonight he will be back in seven around about weeks. six or seven weeks to continue this discussion uh we are, he wants to come back you want to come back 100%. Oh man, we love we, having we, you. We, mate, we got we got to get you back. We you got, guys are missing out, man. This place is. Whew, you're missing out. This 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 place is amazing. We the got, cave. Oh yeah. We got to we got to keep this conversation going. Uh, we are going to end the show with the same song that we started the the show with. And Ko, by now you probably know the words. Nikki D, you can sing along this time, even though you've is got that a telephone number. Or is that I take what's mine? Uh, it's only I only take what's mine. Okay, let's get let's get out again. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, next week we will be back with the incredible Lisa Edwards and the Burn City Saints. And then shortly... It's been episode 25. Coming to you live in the Kevin Cave. Well done, Kaya. Go, Warwick. Come on. I only take wild man. Woo! We'll see you next week, guys. It's been great. Let's do it, Cat.